everyone to another episode of Deliberating the Dead. I am Matt. And I am Naive Kyle. Naive Kyle. <laughs> Why are you so naive, Kyle? We'll get into it. Uh, so we just finished watching the uh, uh, season nine mid-season finale of The Walking Dead type Lucian. I'm interested to see and hear your opinions on tonight's episode, Kyle. I thought it was really good. It was one of the episodes that we've deserved to have that we haven't had in a while that we finally get to have. A lot actually has happened this uh, episode. This was a very uh, jam-packed episode. I see. I didn't feel like a lot happened. I don't feel like a lot happened to the last five minutes of the episode. Really? Yeah. Shoot. Negan got let out. Good for him. Fuck it. Yeah, father the pressure started. the pressure from Henry is uh, you know, it built up and he was trying to fit in and he kind of fucked up. They they Rick and Aaron and Rick, Daryl and Aaron and Jesus, they got to see fucking like, you know, the whole episode they were really really got to experience what, you know, the new walkers, the new evolved walkers are, which they're not, you know, we knew they weren't, but going through this episode, they were actually having, you know, they seen everything that they knew and learned was fucking kind of thrown out the window for them this episode. I mean, there's a lot all the way up until the, you know, the last five minutes, there was always something changing and kind of going different with this episode. Mm-hmm. So I, there, <clears throat> I what I feared and what we talked about last episode I kind of feel is coming to fruition that this is almost moving too quickly now and like it, it almost feels like there's no rhyme or reason yet to what they're doing um I, I I think there's a lot of Ryan reason what they're doing. I kind of feel like everything's thrown in. I kind of feel like they're changing things just to change them now. Like the Henry Carl thing, that's fine. Carl died last season. You have to fill that slot because Carl was such a pivotal role in this storyline. But now, um, huh, yeah, fill that slot. Um, you gotta you gotta have it's a, it's a pivotal storyline, and you gotta kind of have someone there to fill those shoes and that's what they're doing with Henry. But I, I would rather see, you know, Carl and, and instead of that whole scene where Henry's becoming buddy, buddy with some of the, the people from Hilltop and they go to their secret club out in the woods and they're drinking liquor and, and they have this zombie that they're throwing darts at in a hole and Henry jumps down there and kills it. And <clears throat> okay. I would I would rather them see go to the Carl storyline where he throws the rocket or he beats the hell out of the kid and throws a rock at him. Yeah, it looks like that's not going to happen. It looks like they're taking that out. You know, it, it's you know, the the problem with the Carl in the comic book and where they're going to the storyline right now is Henry isn't that established. Henry isn't established as as being that badass of a person yet. Carl has they've built Carl up to the role he's in over the comic books and it makes sense for him to do the things he's doing. And I kind of, I, I kind of don't still don't quite understand the Henry character and what they're doing and why he's doing the things he's doing. 
Um, maybe that's just me not paying attention. I, I mean, I really don't understand. I, I don't feel that right now where it's at, the Henry character is, is strong enough or you care about enough to make this, to pull this storyline off. Uh, I think that's why they're giving him a little bit of a buildup. I think, you know, well, I think the whole thing with the him going out there was the, the weight of what's going, what the weight of what his shoulders is kind of caught up to him. And it looked like he just, you know, it's like starting any new job at any new place. You're uncomfortable. You're trying to find somewhere to fit in. You're trying to find people to fit in with. And I think, and he's still a kid and being able to hang out with other kids. And you know what? And once he hung out with the kids, he learned that that wasn't what he wanted, but it's, he's still a kid. He still wants to be, even Coral wanted to do kind of do kid things. You know what I mean? Like he, he had this role even in the comics, but he still kind of broke away to do, you know, kind of what kids do. He gets out, you know what I mean? Yeah. He wanted to be with somebody. And I think they just, so they're, they're, they were giving you a little bit of Henry, in that sense that he was still being a kid, give him a little bit of airtime to, to show that he's kind of, you know, he's got the weight of helping rebuild kingdom on his shoulders right now. That's the reason why he's at Hilltop is so that he can learn something to help. You know what I mean? He already gave up his first set of pay for nails and screws to go to Hilltop. I mean, he, or uh, kingdom. So he's kind of got a weight to him. So I kind of see him just wanting to release and, and be a kid. But they're doing it in a way that feels very familiar. It, it's callbacks to when the group first gets all of memory. It's callbacks to, you know, he has a crush on Enid, just like Carl did. He, you know, it's a, it's a callback to him and Carl and Enid sneaking out into the woods and over the well, wall. I mean, in Henry's defense, there's not that many teenage girls there. And he actually, he just got, he discovered another one and he was on it like a fly on shit. Yeah. So, I, I, I kind of give that that a pass because you know when you have limited options, you kind of hone in on what your options are. And before he knew that there was options, he was he had his mind set on something. And I think that's kind of what that was. Um, that's all he really knew. You you kind of had it was a lot of the um, Daryl, Aaron. And Jesus looking for um, Eugene and trying to deal with the herd and the herds acting strange where they're all mulling around and Daryl leads them away with an alarm clock. And then they're Eugene, you know, they find Eugene in a barn and he says that they've come back two or three times looking for him already. And then they, you know, Daryl tries to lead him away again with firecrackers and they're not, they're not paying attention to him. They're being led in a different way. And you, you kind of hear the whispers a little bit communicating throughout the entire episode. I don't remember them being led um, away with firecrackers. Yeah. Daryl was on top of the roof and he lit firecrackers and threw them. Uh, and the, the whisper or the zombie horde started to go towards him and then recorrected back into the original course. So but, it, I mean, it led them to a a cemetery, which I thought was really really cool with the the fog, um, the fog situation, and they're they're fighting off zombies, and you know everything's everything's going according to plan. 
until Jesus gets stabbed. Or well, Jesus is is fighting him off like a badass, and he goes to to cut the last one, and it ducks his attack, and turns around and pretty much stabs him in the back, and then whispers in his ear, "You are where you do not belong." And it, you know, you see Jesus hit the ground, and you know, I don't know. It, it just I felt like. I felt like the first half of the season started, or the first few episodes of the first half of the season started off so quick, and then now they're trying to like slow it down, and it it felt like the pacing was was way off. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really care for this episode. I thought that this. Other, I, other, I, other, I felt this episode. This, was, I really care for it. This to me, this episode went in the blink of an eye. I, I agree with Andy when we were talking in our chat. Like I was watching it, and all of a sudden I was like, "Fuck!" It's seven fifty-five. I was pissed. I think it went. They used tactics. They used a lot of like um, heavy, scary music, things like that. They used other like tactics to cover up the. I feel like they to cover up the weak storyline. You think they used scary music to cover up the bad storyline? A lot of scary. They used a lot of suspenseful music. They used a lot of tactics to keep you engaged. To make you feel like things were going were progressing a lot faster than they actually were. I didn't feel that at I all. Like I don't feel like this episode picked up until, like I said, the last five minutes of the episode. When it, when everything started going down. I like the episodes where they do a lot of bouncing around, though. I feel those episodes are better. Because they're they're they hone in on somebody for a while, then they the only problem I found with this episode truly was I felt like there was like twenty times more commercials than like any other episode. It seemed like it went for like two minutes and there was a commercial. It went for like two minutes and there was a commercial. It seemed like there was more commercials than story. Cause I mean, really here you only had you in three basic plot lines. You had the the ter- the Terra plot or well you had the Rosita plotline with all of them finding out that she was attacked and she's at Hilltop. Then you have the the group looking for Eugene, and then you have the storyline going on between Father Gabriel and Egan. And Henry, got everything going on with Henry. There's four. Sorry, yeah, the Henry shit. So there's four. So there's over four storylines going on. I just felt, I just, I don't know. I just felt like it went well. I didn't feel like it was a bad storyline at all. I felt like it was doing a lot of pushing things forward. There was a lot of cool stuff going on. I, I, I think. This whole season's been great for me, and this is one of the. I thought this. I was actually pissed when I fe- when I realized it was seven fifty five because now I'm pissed because I have to wait all the way till February, and I haven't had that feeling in The Walking Dead for a long time. So this, I thought it was excellent. I just, I feel like they could have introduced the whole. I feel like Henry could be done a different way instead of going that stereotypical. Oh well, he falls in this crowd that you know they get him to drink and then he gets in trouble. It could have been. Like he meets that girl, or like they could have been picking on that girl, and he meets him and he stands up to him and stops him, you know, or, or something like that. Something that builds it's, a little bit it more. It still might happen. Well, I don't know because they're giving them they're giving them the same issue. Really, it's like oh, he's got a he's a drinker, and then all of a sudden the guy with the drinking problem comes out of nowhere to his boss. Yeah, he's like I thought you were too tired to help me today. Isn't that what you said? You were too tired from the trip. And, you know, it's like, 
I felt like the best. He was calling him out for being a fucking liar. The only time I was really like, fuck yes, fuck yes, was the last five minutes. Without that last five minutes, I'd have been like, eh, okay. I like the last five minutes had me pumped till to fe- for February. But other than that, I just, I don't know. I just did not really care for this episode. I thought it was good. Negan walked out. Yeah. Fucking Henry's fucking, you know, being a kid. Fucking the, they introduced the whispers. Jesus dies. I mean, this, there's a lot happening this episode. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I mean, I think that there was some good conversation there between Negan and Gabriel. I still personally think that the the Gabriel Rosita storyline is is kind of butt. I do too, but and I think that they hinted that there's more to it when you know in the comic. Eugene and, and Rosita are together. And I know the show does different things in the comic, but Eugene cheats on her with someone else. Mm-hmm. So now is it going to be that, you know, Gabriel is kind of taking Eugene's storyline and Eugene's going to be the, the other guy that Rosita cheats on. And, and it's going to be Rosita that cheats on Gabriel with Eugene and she's pregnant with Eugene's baby. You know, is she even going to be, she probably won't even be pregnant in the show. It wouldn't break my heart. And with the way they're killing off characters this season. Everybody's going to be dead by the end of the season. Right. Who's left <laughs> to care about? Sean will be left. Who's, you know, if they don't do the head piking, it, it's a missed opportunity. Like they took out so many main characters. They, they have to because they've already hinted at it because they've already part of when they were killing Jesus. I mean, that's pretty much what they were getting at. You're outside of your border. Like, so, I mean, that's prima. I mean, that's and they've already showed that they're going to infiltrate the festival. Yeah, they keep talking about the festival. But I mean, if you looked at the preview, it showed them. Actually, it actually looked like it showed them going into Hilltop. It actually didn't, but it, so, I mean, like you see who's coming next in February. So, I mean, I think, I think every, every all that part is going to go exactly like the comics. Yeah. You got a dope ass shot of beta in the, in the preview for next, for the, the return of the, in February. And it looked like you had alpha walking up to the gates. Yeah. Without her, uh, mask on mask on. So it looks like she's either going to, it didn't look like Kingdom though. It looked like Hilltop to me. I'll have to see yeah. it. I'll have to watch it again. It looks like they had um uh her daughter Lilith or no, is it Lilith? Lydia? Lydia. They had Lydia in the jail cell already in the previews. So I mean things are moving quick. I think I think a lot of what makes this season feel like it's moving so quick is that there's been two time jumps already. You had two time jumps in the first. I don't think episode. that's what's making the season go quick. I, I think they've just paced the season very fast. We've, we had like three very slow seasons of The Walking Dead, and I think I just think they've heard the outcry of their fans, and I, so I think they're just, I think they're just pacing things quicker. I mean, I absolutely love, I, I absolutely love what they're doing with the whispers. I absolutely love the way they're introducing the whispers. I absolutely love that they're slow playing bringing them in, that they didn't just rush to bring them in. You know, it's it's slow play them bringing them in 
and they've kind of been there in the background and now they're finally starting to show up. And I like the way they introduced them. Now, do I think Jesus is dead? I don't know. I, I don't think so because the show has been notorious for duping duping us. I mean, they did it with Glenn. And I know you you said, well, on Walking Dead, he says he got the phone call. Okay. But he's not going to tell you that he's not dead. That would ruin the suspense. You know, it's just like the whole Glenn Dumpster thing all over again. They took his name out of the credits. They gave him a, a, a remembrance on on uh I believe no did they give him a remembrance on talking yet? I thought I think they did. Yeah, but he wasn't on it. He didn't so, come he didn't come on after his death. Most most characters when most cast members when they die they've cut their hair, they've shaved. Jesus is on talking dead and he hasn't done that yet. Maybe like you said, maybe he likes the long hair and he's gonna keep it. I don't know. I think I mean look at it this way. This season you've already lost Rick. You've lost uh, Jadis, you've lost Maggie. Two main characters right there in Maggie and Rick, gone. Now you're going to lose Jesus. Okay? Jesus still has pretty important storylines moving forward in the comic book. Yeah, but so did Carl, and they didn't mind killing him off. So we did for, Carl. We always say that about characters, and they always find a way to, but to fill it in. I think they haven't established at least not that I can think of right now, they haven't established anyone to take that Jesus role. They kind of, once they killed Carl, they kind of spent all last season establishing Henry. Even before Carl died, they kind of started establishing Henry. So who are they going to, who are they trying to establish in that Jesus role? Is it trying to be the dude from the saviors that's helping out the blacksmith? I don't know. So that means that Tara, Tara. well, uh, clearly now Tara is going to be the leader of Hilltop if Jesus is dead. Well, she has to be. I just, I don't know. Like, I I hope she dies. (laughs) I don't know. But, but yeah. So who's, who are they going to, whose heads are they going to take now? So, I mean, as of the people they kill, who's left? So we know who gets piked. So as of the comic book, who gets by? Who's still left on the show? Ezekiel. Tara, or not? Sorry, not Tara. Uh, Ezekiel. Rosita. Rosita. So who are they going to kill then? Are they going to kill? Is it going to be Aaron, Rosita, Ezekiel? Like we know that Daryl and um, we, you can pretty much guarantee that Daryl, Michonne, and Carol are safe because they've. All well, I'm not sure if Michonne has yet because I knew there was issues with her Marvel contract. But Daryl and Carol, act, the actors, have signed long-term deals. They're guaranteed another three years on the show. So we know they're not going anywhere. I'm starting to look at The Walking Dead like a basketball team or a football team. So new players come in, you get used to them, and they slowly get pucked like plucked out and and interchanged. And I think that's what we're going to start seeing on the walking dead. Are they going to kill Eugene? Are they going to kill father Gabriel? I think they're going to kill Eugene instead of father Gabriel. And I think that's why they're giving uh, father Gabriel, the Eugene storyline. 
but but and that that irks me. Like those are changes that I don't feel should be made. Like I don't. There. Why are you changing people's storylines that are still alive? Because they can. This is going to be the second time they're going to change the UG storyline. I think that's what makes the, the care. I, I kind of feel like the way they're handling Eugene on the show doesn't do the character in the comic justice. I mean, maybe it's Robert Kirkman saying, you know, I kind of thought about doing this before, but let's try this. I mean, it's not Kirkman. It's Gimple. I think it's all Gimple. Gimple has to say so. I bet you Robert Kirkman has more say in this than you think. I think Robert, I think at this point, I mean, Robert Kirkman might just be there just to be like bounce ideas off of, you know, or because he's a creator and it's his world being like, no, this doesn't work. This works. This doesn't work. I think it'd be kind of cool. You've created something. And now, you know, like he said it before, how cool is it that he gets to take things where he wasn't sure about, or he thought a year later differently that he, he has the opportunity to, to be a part of changing things that he was a part of originally. Like he wrote it one way and he's like, well, I can, we can totally do this. And I thought about this, but now we can totally do all this differently. Yeah. I mean, how many people actually get the opportunity to do that? But at what point is that good though? That's, that's just like um, George Lucas going back and changing star Wars. All the changes they've made to star Wars have been ass going back and making, doing the, the re-releases and going in and changing things like Darth Vader screaming. No. And all the, the you know the stupid shit he's changed. At what point is that? Does that become hurting the product? You I know? think by season ten it will be. By season ten, we're gonna feel the effects of the changes. Not gonna like it. I think that you know they're doing a poll right now on Talking Dead on if Jesus should cut his hair and people are saying no. So if if Hardwick literally cuts his hair right now uh then it's done. Oh, you're a little bit ahead of me cuz I'm just now seeing the poll. I don't know. I still I still don't know. I still something inside of me there's the scissors something inside of me says no. But when you see, because when you see him get stabbed on the show, it doesn't look like it's that devastating. Did he really cut his hair? It's... It doesn't look like it's that devastating. But when they replay it in, <laughs> in his um, in his in memoriam, it looks more devastating. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a little knife that stabbed him. I was dead set. Like, no, he's not dead. They're just playing games. They're fucking trying to dupe you. He's not dead. There's no way they're going to kill him until I saw that. Then I'm like, I don't know. Part of me is saying, screaming, don't believe it, don't believe it, don't believe it. Not because I want Jesus to stay, but because I think they're just trying to dupe us like they did with, with Glenn. But maybe they're not. I don't think they are. I think they're done duping us that way. But but back to what I was saying, though. Robert Kirkman making changes has, has hurt things in, in the show. I think it hurt. It hurt Negan's introduction. It hurt the death of Glenn. Because Gl- 
Glenn's death was so iconic in the comic books. It was an iconic moment in, in Walking Dead history to see that. It's the first time you saw Negan bash anybody's fucking head in. And the fact that Abraham got it first in a comic is kind of, I kind of feel like it, it, it took the impactfulness of Glenn's death away. What made Glenn's death impactful for some reasons in the show is when you actually hear him screaming out from Maggie and not just reading it. Uh, I, I think it's kind of cool that they're doing. I mean, if they stuck to the comics, you know what we'd be doing right now? We'd be bitching because they stuck to the comics. No, and they don't have to stick. Like, I'm not saying they have to stick 100% to the comics, but there's iconic moments that I feel like they're they're missing. But the, they've done this in season one, though. They've they've taken iconic moments and they've changed them and so i mean they've always that's always what they've done well season one really all it was is that they kept shane alive it wasn't until they it wasn't until they killed at least that i can remember it wasn't really until they killed off Fandria so early in the show that you were like oh fuck like this changed drastically from the comic but they've always taken things and changed it i mean they've always done things a little bit differently and Oh, in the comic they did this, but you know they did the same thing, but they substituted something else for right it. Now, right now, what is a more impactful way to, if you, as a viewer, what is a more impactful way for Jesus to die? Being stabbed by a whisper, a random whisper, or you see Michonne, Daryl, and Carol coming up to the border, and his head's fucking on a pike. I mean, his head would be better, but that's not what they did. You're so cynical, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be more impactful. But I mean, actually, this was pretty impactful. The, the him, him going out like this, just he's such a badass and, you know, downplaying what was going on, you know, because they didn't know. And him getting taken out by a whisper was actually pretty fucking hardcore. The one thing that tells me and makes me think he's not dead is the fact that the whisper that stabbed him whispered, you know, you don't belong. You're where you don't belong. Which that's goes to show that they're gonna they're gonna put the boundary marker up. So you would think delivering a message like that, he's got to the dude's got to still be alive to deliver it to him, right? Maybe somebody else heard it. And how it was whispered in his ear. I'm <laughs> just saying. I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be Alpha's going to be saying it, and she's going to say it to somebody else. Maybe Aaron. She's going to say she's going to make her point a different way. She's going to make her point like the comic. Either she's going to say something close to it when they're sitting on the rooftop looking at the swarm of uh, uh, walkers or her her point will be made just like when she says, this is the border you don't cross, just like in the comic. Just maybe... I don't know. <laughs> the way they're going now, I almost wonder if they skip the head piking altogether. I don't think they they're feel going like to. it's going to be too graphic for TV. It might be, but I mean, they're gonna. It shows them inf- infiltrating, so she's still going to infiltrate. So something's still going to happen once she infiltrates to show them how 
truly unprepared they are for them. Because that was her whole point. She made two points there. How easy was it for her just to mosey on in and take them and fucking and set up a boundary fence? I still think she's going to do something relatively close to that. I bet you they still do it. I bet you won't be too graphic for TV. They're still going to do it. I just remember just the reaction of reading that issue when they reveal all the heads on the spikes and you're like, Oh fuck man. Like they just wiped out half the group we know. Yep. But half the group we know has been wiped out by stupid shit. (laughs) You know, it's. And now the other half is going to. I, I just, it was more impactful because I can't remember how many people said, I think it was like six people died. But the, yeah. the, the big ones were, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the big ones still stay. I'm sure it'll still be. Um, I'm sure it'll still be Rosita and Ezekiel. But Maggie's not there anymore. Rick's not there anymore. Jesus isn't there anymore. Like Maggie just disappeared. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, Maggie just disappeared. Rick's in the fucking flying away in a helicopter. Jesus is I don't know. Part of me thinks that they're part of me starting to think they're gonna change it and they're gonna change the whisper war because they just had an all out war. And I don't know if they're gonna try and do so many wars. So part of me is going to, I think is going to change it. But what's like, and that's the other thing is like now what's Negan's driving force, the driving force for Negan to kill alpha was to get Rick to trust him. So Negan took it upon himself to go be ahead and, and try to join alpha and behead alpha. That's when Rick found Negan. If I believe that correctly, if I remember it, isn't that when Rick finds the boundary is when they're tracking Negan. Yeah. Because he gets out. So the, the only two big people that get piked from are Rosita and Ezekiel. Everybody else is. Uh, it was Ken. Uh, Amber. And it was uh, another dude. Tammy. Uh one other person, uh, another lady, and then it was Ezekiel, Rosita, and one more dude. That was everybody that was on the pike. So I bet you it's going to be Ezekiel, Rosita, the bow and arrow chick that just left with Carol. And That's issue know. 144 of The Walking Dead. But I just... What like that's like but I was saying Negan's whole reasoning for what he's doing is to try and get Rick to trust him. So he goes and he kills Alpha and cuts her head off and brings it back to Rick, which is what starts the Whisper War. So Negan has no driving force for that. Rick's not here anymore. So do they skip the Whisper War? I don't think they will. Do they skip right over the Whisper War and it's just why would they do that if they're setting they up the whispers? They, it's just, that doesn't even make sense. They why he kills Alpha, 
and then they have the conference they have the conflict with beta out in the woods it's gonna be it's gonna be something else that starts it they kill beta It's it's going to be something else because why would they bring the whispers not to have the war with them? They're just going to be milling about. It's just it's just an episode filler. It's it's a it's a cool bad guy that it's it's something that the audience that doesn't read the comics isn't expecting. They've never seen before. It's a new it's a new conflict for the group. It doesn't necessarily have to lead to a war. There's a way that they can do it without the whisper war. Really, what was so impactful about the Whisper War? If you think back about the comic storyline, what was so impactful about it? There's, from what I remember, there's nothing in that war that couldn't be hit with, you know, without taking away big parts of it. You don't have to have that entire conflict to have what happens happen. Negan kills Alpha, Beta comes and attacks, and tries to kill them and they kill beta and it's, and then the rest of them are gone. Like it doesn't need to be a giant season long conflict. I don't think it's going to be the way this season, the way they're playing this. I don't think it's going to be, I don't see the, I don't see the whispers being done by the end of the season. I don't see the whole thing, the conflict being resolved by the end of the season. I think what's going to end up happening with this, it's, it's going to be a secondary storyline. It's going to be something that's kind of going on while other stuff's going on. So they're going to go away from it, and then they'll come back to it. They're going to go away from it. They're going to come back to it. This, this, this the whispers are going to finish out this season. But I think if they, what it's going to be, it'll be a secondary thing, something that kind of pops up as a filler. I think that the honestly, I think the season's going to end with Negan bringing Alpha's head back to somebody, and. You mean beta? Or, no, it's going to be Alpha's. It's going to okay. end with Negan bringing Alpha's head back and to whoever's in charge. Carol, maybe? I bet she brings it back to Michonne. Or Michonne. Either way, he's going to bring the head back to somebody and lay it down, and that's going to be in the season. That's going to be your last shot of the season. And then the season 10 is going to be the whisper wars for the first half and then the second half will be them moving on to the Commonwealth. But even, even though, even though it's like the Commonwealth storyline, it's, it's been kind of slow. Like there's stuff going on, but it's, it's been kind of slow moving. All different stories are slow moving. I don't know. Oh, this is like the first, it's had a weird, a weird transition. Maybe maybe he brings it back to Judith. Who knows? I don't know, but I I thought this was a good episode. I, mean, the, I feel like the, there's a lot of questions that still remain unanswered. But I think they'll be answered. I don't think they're going to remain unanswered. No, I think they'll be answered in the second <laughs> too. But I'm saying right now it's it's kind of at like a, a turning point where if you're going by the comic, you know, relying on the comic, you're like, oh shit, where are they going now? But they're also kind of keeping up with, with the comic, you know, they've got st- certain story points that are still coming true, but certain so, things that aren't. 
So let me get this straight. They're going to kind of do what they always do with The Walking Dead. They're going to do their own thing, but have comic book parts in it. Well, like, <laughs> yes, but it's not. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I'm just annoyed that they're changing things just for the sake of, of doing it. Like, why? I understand giving storylines to other people after somebody's dead. I understand taking it out to to change someone's storyline that way. But why are you going to change someone who's still alive storyline? You've spent all this time setting it up to be here. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, well, now we're going to have this change and we're in that change. So we're going to give father Gabriel, a character who for all intents and purposes is a piece of shit and should be dead because Morgan's gone. So now we're going to have Gabriel be the, the moral compass. And I think they're doing it because they're going to kill Eugene. It's going to be Eugene's head. But Eugene still, I don't know. Eugene's the smart, the smart guy. Like he's the one that makes the most sense to be able to get the radio working and in talking to people and all that. Like it doesn't make sense for it to be Gabriel. But who knows? I want to see Gabriel die on the water tower. I think another smart smart guy is going to show up. Think so? Do you think he's going to replace Eugene with another smart guy? <laughs> yeah. Fucking new Neil Patrick Harris comes in as Doogie Howser. Yeah, new smart guy just shows up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what happens. Hey, you're a pretty smart dude. You're a pretty smart guy. You're going to take the place of Eugene. <laughs> and then and Eugene's just dead next fucking about 10 minutes later. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, oh. I just don't know. Max doesn't like it either. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Max disagrees. He disagrees 100%. I don't know. I think it's going to be Michonne that's going to be playing more of this like Rick role, though. He might. He might be taking more of that Rick role. Who's him? Or her, sorry. <laughs> I just... I don't know, man. Something, something deep down inside of me doesn't want to believe that Jesus is dead. But he might not he probably be. Is. Maybe he is. Like I said, when you're when you're watching the episode live, it doesn't look like that. The stab is is devastating. It does one because he stabs him, and then he because he he didn't have like a little pocket knife or nothing. He had a big ass knife, and he yeah, it was he drives cool. it in, and then he drives it in further. Yeah. And then, you know, you're where you don't belong. But. We'll Which, see. you know, the the thing that kind of gets me about this. Okay. It's been years and years and years that they've been the walking dead and they're still finding places they've never been. Well, I don't know. I I mean, <laughs> I, well, yeah. Cause you got to think about it. how far can they really travel by with what they have? It's years. They got horses. They've, they could. They're always looking for supplies and stuff. They had just the fact that they still find. I don't know. It's just funny to me. It just it kind of hit me this episode. Well, yeah. they well they've kind of established that earlier in the season where they were like, we need to be moving further out. Rick kind of says, you know that I believe. Yeah, but it's been a time jump. It's been years. Out. They've had to have gone further out. It's been years. Well, who knows? You think and the other thing I think of too is. And they've been killing. They've been killing zombies for years, and there's still shitloads of them. The numbers never go down. Yeah, you. Well, I mean, you don't <laughs> think that 
You got to think how many people are in the world, you know? <laughs> but you got to think if you're in one little area, man, you've been killing them for, I mean, what was it, a six-year time jump? They've been killing them for years. Still shitloads of them. Moving around, man. I think they would uh, start getting sparse. <laughs> Maybe instead of evolving, <laughs> the zombies are also reproducing. But I just, I don't know. I, I thought about that this episode. I was like, they're just, they're, they're still finding places. They're reproducing. <laughs> Zombie sex. Yep, that's right. Got it. Yikes. Zombie babies. They're having zombie babies. That is crazy that they killed Jesus. It was unexpected. Zombie zombie births. Yuck. <laughs> I don't know. I just I think it's that just makes me laugh every time I think about it. It was this episode though. Like when they got to that shed thing, it's always like a new place. I don't know. They how the fuck they keep finding places. You think they'd be a you think in, I don't know, I would say if you, they went out four miles in each direction, they would have pretty much uh, found everything just from scavenging. I don't know. It's just me. Maybe someone's not doing their job if they're still finding places. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You don't go out that far. Well, a lot of the a lot of their stuff right now is they went super far to get a fucking wagon. You know, <laughs> that's their whole thing now is trying to be self sustaining, so they don't have to adventure out as much. Yeah, but to get to that point, they did a lot of exploring. I don't know. That's just what I think. I don't know, but. I think that's. I think we've pretty much uh, covered everything, don't you? Yeah, I think so. But um, so yeah, let us know. Let us know in the comment section below. What do you think? Jesus dead? Not dead? Do you think they're duping us like they did with Glenn, or do you think this is actually the end of of Jesus? Let us know in the comments below. Um, this will be the last episode of deliberating the dead until the show returns in 2019. So see you guys in February. Yeah, we will be back in February. So if you like the show and you're listening to it on YouTube, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a comment and like, and hit that notification bell. So that way when we go live in February and come back, you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this show. You'll get the notification that we are live and ready to go once again. Um, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps us in the podcasting standings. And so, yeah, for this episode of Delivering the Dead, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. And we will see you in February. Did they announce what day in February yet? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Kyle, so Kyle doesn't remember. So we'll see you in February when Kyle remembers. <laughs>